0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Open for Business is powered by Bosboulet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Good
2: morning, everyone, and welcome to Enterprise. Of course, it is open for business. Monday, the 2nd of October, 10.06 here in the studio. A whole bunch of stuff lined up for you between now and 2 o'clock. Kicking off in just a moment with open for business. I've got in the studio with me Dr. Matthew Wong. He's the Managing Director of Carbon Works and the co-founder of Carbon GPT. We'll be getting into that in just a couple of minutes. Coming up after the 11 o'clock news, how to build an incredible sales machine. Number one, uh, building rapport and Prospect diagnosis. And then coming up just after noon, uh, we'll be talking about Uh, our breakaway event that's happening on the 19th of this month. Uh, Specifically, we'll be looking at investments and all of that kind of interesting stuff. Now, back to Dr. Wong. He's had an adventure getting here to the studio already this morning, but we'll get into that in just a few moments. But we'll be taking a look into the realms of sustainability and innovation with insights from Carbon Works and Carbon GPT. CarbonWorks is at the forefront of environmental, social and governance consulting, fostering a scientific approach to navigate through the intricate landscape of ESG practices highlighting the evolving role of carbon within this domain. We're going to be exploring the pioneering efforts of Carbon GPT, a synergy of sustainability, advanced AI and carbon management systems aiming to redefine sustainable business operations and to contribute to environmental preservation. Carbon GPT's team, a convergence of environmental strategists, AI experts and business professional uh, professionals, strives for a balanced coexistence of advanced technology and sustainable practices. Dr. Matthew Wong, welcome to the show today.
0: Good morning, Richard. Thanks for having me.
2: My pleasure. Thank you very much for getting here to the studio. I know you've had a bit of an adventure getting here. We'll talk a little <laughs> bit about that later on. Now, folks, if you want to get in touch with the show between now and noon, zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine is the WhatsApp number for our U-Mobile WhatsApp number. And of course, you can get us on X. We're at BFM Radio. Dr. Wong, let's start off uh, a little bit about your companies then, uh, Carbon Works and, and Carbon GPT. Just, just explain to me and the listeners at home um, what they are and what you do in a nutshell.
0: All right, all right. So, Carbon Works, in a nutshell, you know, we have a very clear mission to spearhead innovative solutions that drive both sustainability and environmental responsibility in businesses. So, as we work further explore the sustainability landscape, we introduce Carbon GPT. A technological startup, which is co founded by me and my partner, uh, Dr. Ivan. This venture harnesses the power of AI, aiming to democratize ESG and sustainability for businesses of all sizes, mm-hmm. making these vital concepts really more accessible and actionable. Because, uh, in my opinion, I think equity is the largest uh, problem that we have to solve when it comes to ESG currently.
2: Mm-hmm. And AI, of course, being the, the current uh, flavor of the month, it, it's a topic that everybody is interested in and wants to talk about, correct?
0: Yeah, it's definitely the flavor of the year this, this <laughs> yeah. year. You know, everywhere there is an AI startup coming up and um, that is what I would also like to highlight as well. You know, we are not just a... ESG or sustainability startup, but mm. we integrated AI solutions. You know, used, leveraging on state of the art AI models mm. to really make it easy and user friendly for every single business
2: of all sizes. Right. So Carbon Works and Carbon GPT. Why did you decide to to set up two companies? Uh, what are the areas that Carbon GPT covers that Carbon Works doesn't, and, and vice versa?
0: So very, very good questions. This is not the first time I got it, you know. So really spinning off Carbon GPT as an independent entity was a considered decision. So we really want to underscore our dedication on leveraging cutting edge technology, especially in AI. Mm-hmm. So in the sustainability arena, Carbon Works, as the name suggests, operates as a traditional consulting firm providing that bespoke solutions that focuses on carbon as a unique asset class within the sustainability spectrum. On the other hand, you have Carbon GPT, which is very, very contrasting. It acts more or less like a SAS, software as a service, for ESG solutions, right? Making the intricate world of ESG accessible to a broader audiences. So this distinction and this difference really allow us to address different spectrum of the market in right. sustainability, right? And providing specialized solutions through Carbon GPT while benefiting from our
2: experiences um, that Carbon Works have cultivated. Okay. Let's take a little bit of a deep dive then. I mean, obviously, there are companies out there who are interested in ESG strategies yep. and maybe are unsure how to do that. Can you explain how some of these companies, whether or not they're big or small, how they might they integrate these strategies within their current operational frameworks and what challenges they might encounter when it comes to doing that?
0: Mm, absolutely. I think, like, you know, come back to the drawing board. Let's talk about ESG, right? To understand um, the integration of ESG strategies, we first actually need to dispel some of the myth, right? ESG, contrary to popular perception, isn't really just about ticking boxes on a compliance checklist. It's about integrating that ethical, environmental, and social considerations into the core of businesses. Um, And the primary challenges many businesses face is shifting from a mindset of ESG as a cost to viewing it as an investment with long-term returns. Okay? Now let's talk about integrating ESG into operational frameworks. Right? Mm-hmm. It really is about risk management, you know, identifying and mitigating risk related to environmental and social issues. It also is about operational efficiency Many wouldn't have known that incorporating sustainable practices actually can lead to cost savings, yeah. right? For instance, you know, through energy efficiency or waste reduction. So, for example, um, the Malaysia Investment Development Authority, MIDA, they have something called a Green Investment Tax Allowance, which allows, you know, businesses to invest in green technology assets and claim up to 100% tax deduction. Mm. Yeah, So... That means that they can offset the cost of these panels' investments against their taxable income. So another thing that I would like to talk about is stakeholder engagement, right? Aligning with the values of your stakeholders, including customers, employees, investors, to really enhance your brand's reputation and loyalty. And finally, innovation, right? Using ESG as a driver for innovation. Mm. Creating new products or services that can cater to a more environmentally conscious market. Mm. That is what is
2: up and rising currently. For sure. Yeah. Uh, that's a discussion that I have quite regularly, particularly among people who are a little bit, younger, perhaps, This mm-hmm. uh, it's starting to m- affect their decisions about the companies that they deal with, the, the products that they purchase, all of these kind of things. But I just want to go back a little bit. And you spoke about carbon being a unique asset within a business. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I want to kind of look at that. Now. Can you explain how carbon management impacts a company's operational efficiency and their sustainability objectives? And just explore that unique asset a little bit for me.
0: Okay, um, sure. So, when we talk about carbon, it's a very hyper-specialized uh, topic in the realm of sustainability. Mm. Carbon management is pivotal in today's business practices because it's not just about reducing a company's carbon footprint mm. for environmental reasons. It's also about, you know, like you mentioned, operational efficiency and future-proofing our businesses. Right. Here's why. Because reducing carbon emissions often ties in with reducing energy consumption, which again, you know, leading directly to cost savings. And regulatory compliances as uh, international and local regulation tightens. Effective carbon management ensures our businesses remain compliant, right? Mm. Avoiding potential fines or sanction, right? Um, For example, if you look uh, overseas in Singapore, they have already implemented carbon tax since 2019, you know, at $5 per ton for various industries such as power generation, Mm. you know, chemicals, petroleum refining, you know, this. And they have plans to really tighten up and increase the price up to $45 per ton by, you know, the next two years. Mm. So these are things that we have to anticipate and really future-proofing our businesses.
2: Yeah. Okay. Dr. Wong, we're going to take a short break. Folks, I'm in the studio with Dr. Matthew Wong, the Managing Director of Carbon Works and the co-founder of Carbon GPT, uh, we're taking a look into the realms of sustainability and innovation with insights from Carbon Works and Carbon GPT. We've got a short break coming up. We've got some music in a uh, moment, but don't go anywhere. You are, of course, tuned in to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9.
1: Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Business, Finance and Music, BFM 89.9 Open for Business is powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Welcome back to Enterprise. It is open for
2: business. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm in the studio with Dr. Matthew Wong, the Managing Director of Carbon Works and co-founder. We're looking at and talking about Carbon GPT and Carbon Works, a convergence uh, of environmental strategists, AI experts, business professionals they are striving for a balanced coexisting of advanced tech and sustainable practices. Dr. Wong, just before the break, we were talking about the significance of carbon management. And whilst the music was playing, we were discussing you know, the two biggest buzzwords of the last couple of years, AI and sustainability. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, of course, when these two words, phrases, worlds meet, magic supposedly happens, you know, hopefully. Talk to me then about how, I guess within your business, how AI is being used to apply some of these sustainability goals within business operations, not just for you, but for the people that you're consulting with.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of weight on my shoulder when no, you put it no that pressure. way. No <laughs> pressure. Yeah, so I'd like you to imagine that AI is not just a tool. Yeah. It really is a transformative force in the realm of sustainability. Mm. And CarbonGPT really stands as a testament to that so here's a glimpse of what um, we are doing you know using a multifaceted you know approach and to apply in sustainability so for data analysis you know in the vast and complex world of sustainability um, accurate decision making is paramount and AI with currently its ability to swiftly process Excessive and extensive data mm. becomes very, very valuable um, in our opinion. And to ensure that businesses have clear and data-driven understanding to inform their sustainability needs. So another thing I'd like to talk about is you know, with the ever-evolving landscape of ESG, when it comes to compliances and ESG standards, um, we are able to really do it with speed mm. um, but also precision as well with AI. In Carbon GBT, sustainability reporting is not just only accelerated, but enhanced, really bringing down both the knowledge and resource gap, Mm. right? By automating up to 95% of the compliance documentation process, irrespective of the standards, we are making sustainability more accessible and efficient. We no longer have to fill all this what I call alphabet soups, you know, you definitely have heard of it, you <laughs> yes. know, GRI, SBTI, TCFD, yeah. SASB, ISSB, you know, all these letters that, you know, comes a bit, you know, of a bitter taste, I guess, mm. for many businesses mm. because, you know, a day that you, you would be preparing reports for one, but, you know, the other day they'll be like expecting to be switched. So this is what we are trying to like implement. Mm. And finally, our biggest mission and vision is to provide a holistic visualization of supply chain emissions, you know what? I, what do I mean by that? Because you know, AI really plays a very pivotal role here, ensuring that every step that the production process um, aligns with the green standards, more than just mitigating, you know, um, the double or triple counting in scope tree. What we call the value chain emissions, it paints a very clear roadmap for businesses to greenify their supply chain. Mm. So, in essence, the role of sustainability in, um, sorry, the role of AI in sustainability, especially as embodied by Carbon Tripty, is about transformation. Right? By automating core processes, we are not just making tasks easier, but refocusing. The human lens on people ethos of
2: sustainability. Right. This is what I want to do. Right. Mm. Okay. So before we move on, though, mm-hmm. um, we've seen how quickly. AI has uh, changed and has um, developed over the last couple of years. You know, when we look at, uh, we're on uh, ChatGPT4, I believe now, not too long ago, it was 3.5. And Mm -hmm. that was at the beginning of the year, I believe, or maybe a little bit earlier. At what point, though, did you think that the tool that was made available to you was something that you could help roll and help it become part of a viable business model? Because it changed so quickly. Mm -hmm. When did you see it giving you results that was like, okay, now we can actually use this tool because it's reliable? Mm
0: -hmm. So um, very good questions, Richard. So this has a bit of um, explanation about um, our past experiences. So we are considered one of the earlier adopters Mm. of of AI from OpenAI. So just last year, we were just playing around with... um, uh chat completion and text completion models and visual generative models from mm. open AI. And they thought that you know this could be very interesting in the future when it comes to like uh, automating standards and frameworks that are temp- that can be templatized. Right. But we never would have we imagined that this year everything would have just like exploded, you know, to to the moon where this tax text, text generative um, AI has Played such a significant role integrating not just in sustainability compliances but also all kinds of industry that you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. With generative AI, we are talking about um, really reducing the repetitive tasks that we humans have to engage with mm. and freeing up all this time and allowing us to do more and create more value. It is a paradigm shift. It is a paradigm shift, mm. Richard. Like, I, I, in our, in our company, like we embrace AI so much that we are literally optimizing and automating more than 90% of workflow. Hence, we have a very, very lean uh, team that we are working on the AI.
2: Now, I, I have to ask you, and I have to pick you up on this, of course, yeah. and this is something I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah. You know, the usage of stuff like uh, ChatGPT and mm-hmm. generative AI mm-hmm. uses up a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, It uses up a lot of carbon. How do you kind of justify that, I guess. Very good question. Thank you so much
0: (laughs) for asking this. So here's what I want you to see, right? Of course, there will be water usage Mm. to cool cool down the GPUs from all these AIs. But imagine that I have uh, traditionally, let's just put it in context in the um, realm of ESG Mm. uh, per se. So if I were to generate a sustainability report, I might have to hire five to 10 people in the, with the span of six months right. working on this report, you yeah. know, in a company, you know, driving back and forth, collecting data, you know, mm-hmm. paying them man hour to work on this. But now I just have to appoint one person interacting with the interface to generate this report. Mm. Long term. Uh, in terms of scale, when we uh, achieve, you know, economic skills, this is a major saving when it comes to energy, waste and water, mm, mm. right? We have to really think into the future, how this is going to transform, you know, sustainability in that context. You've had this question before, right? Um, no.
2: You've not had no, this. Nobody's asked you this. Yeah.
0: So thank you for bringing this up. Like, right. I really want to like highlight and um, highlight this about AI. Yes, it does use a lot of energy, but
2: no, long term, this is going to be beneficial mm. in many, many ways. Mm. I, no, I agree. I agree. Folks, listening at home, if you have any questions for me or for Dr. Uh, Doctor Matthew Wong, please do get in touch, of course. Get us on our U Mobile WhatsApp number 0187898899. Uh, we're on X as well at BFM Radio. We are going to take a short break to take into the news. Before that though we've got some music from the Black Crows with Thick and Thin. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few moments here on Open for Business here on BFM
1: 89.9 Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary Bring forth Moolah BFM 89.9 Open for Business is powered by Bosbolay.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.
2: Malaysia's economic vigour has waned while countries like South Korea and Taiwan have soared. At this year's Enterprise Breakaway, meet a new generation of entrepreneurs, funders and industry players that are working to bring Malaysia's roar back. Enterprise Breakaway Roaring into the Future is happening on Thursday, the 19th of October at CCEC at the Vertical Banks of South City. To win a pair of tickets, answer this question. A tech startup is considered a unicorn when it hits a valuation of $100 million. Is that true or false? Sending your name and your email address to 018-789-8899. This event is presented by CIMB. Moving forward with you.
1: Open for Business is powered by Bospole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.
2: Right, now back to business, of course. Welcome back to Open for Business. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm in the studio with Dr. Matthew Wong. He is the Managing Director of Carbon Works and co-founder of Carbon GPT. Now, we've had a nice little rest. Mm-hmm. Let's dive straight into things then. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit earlier on about the idea of um, the the approach to sustainability education. Let's talk a little bit about that. Can you detail the the approach taken in, in developing educational resources to help companies navigate these complexities because it's a complex process for a lot of companies. Very complex. And and some of them might not have even considered it until somebody has sat them down and said, look, these are going to be big things for you over the next couple of years. Correct.
0: So I've been talking a lot about knowledge gaps in the ESG industry being very prohibitive for many businesses for a long time. So education is indeed a cornerstone of effective sustainability um, implementation. So at Carbon GPT, we believe in empowering businesses with the knowledge they need to navigate the intricate world of ESG. So not only we are developing interactive tools and tutorials and simulation, enabling businesses to experiment with different sustainability strategies in a risk-free environment, we are also um, creating communities because... Ultimately, we want to think that we are not just a platform, Mm. right? Our aim is to create a dynamic learning ecosystem where education evolves in tandem with the ever-changing sustainability landscape, Mm -hmm. right? Ensuring every businesses are always equipped to make informed decisions. So one example is that we are working seamlessly to integrate our solutions with NGOs, right? To create a... Vibrant marketplace where businesses and organisations can collaborate, innovate, and learn in unison. I think it's extremely important to ensure that they are integrated in the realm of sustainability because they are the ones that are getting the hands dirty, creating the real impact in you know our environment. Mm, mm,
1: mm. Yeah.
2: Now. Um one of the topics that I'll be discussing in, in that upcoming event that I was just mentioning there mm-hmm. on the, the breakaway is this idea of whether or not you can be green and profitable, mm. right? And you um, kind of uh, mentioned at the top of the show, you know, this is a way of uh, eventually of saving on your bottom line and helping mm. your bottom line. How can these companies, you know, align that profitability goal with sustainability objectives and when they're trying to balance both i mm. guess what are the biggest challenges that they might come up against so
0: very good question this often comes up as well when we're talking about you know esg mm. so the balance is really the crux of modern business strategy right because we have to be profitable as businesses yeah. Yeah. so sustainability and profitability are often seen as opposing forces right. right but in reality they can be very symbiotic so and they can coexist by integrating ESG strategies, um, companies can tap into a new market. You know, you are accessing new capital and enhancing your brand reputation and reducing your operational cost. All are leading to drive profitability because mm. when you reduce your, um, you 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 are saving, and that translates into your PNL. Right. However, mm. the challenges lie in the initial investment right required. Navigating complex ESG standards and ensuring genuine, not just superficial, sustainability efforts with the right tools, like, for example, you know, Carbon GBT, businesses can really streamline these processes, making the alignment they require to their goals mm. and make it more achievable Mm-mm. with reduced um, knowledge gaps and cost savings.
2: Yeah. Now, we, we talk about the changes in AI and the developments within the sustainability landscape. Do you foresee any, any trend, uh, trends affecting that sustainability landscape over the next couple of years? Is there anything companies should be looking out for?
0: So... Very interesting question because sustainability and AI both are like transforming at such a rapid speed. It's difficult to predict. (laughs) It's really insane how, you know, it's evolving so rapidly. So one trend we've observed is the increasing emphasis on, um, for example, supply chain sustainability. Uh So it's no longer sufficient for businesses to simply um, green their direct operations. Right? There's an increasing expectation to ensure the entire supply chain from upstream to downstream aligns with sustainability practices because every single one of us is part of a supply chain. So this, you know, and many of us often feels, like I mentioned the other day, um, it's very unfair right, for me to take up other people's emissions, However, when it's unfair for everybody, you know, it is you know just a fair game for right. everyone. Yeah, 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 So that's what we are witnessing: a paradigm shift from um, traditional stakeholder capitalism to, um, sh- sorry, traditional shareholder capitalism to stakeholder capitalism. Mm.
2: Yeah. And I guess the last question I have for you then is, um, and it's another kind of looking forward. How do you see this this relationship between tech and sustainability? Um, Working with one another moving forward, hmm. you know, we we discussed it. Obviously, you know how we're involving AI to help out with some of these decisions that we're making to number crunch and whatever. Yeah. That's going to become the norm. Mm-hmm. You know what happens after that?
0: Yeah, very good question. Actually, I'm working on a white paper um, that is um, discovering and exploring the idea of how human environment and AI can coexist in the future. So it's. It's more coming more from a philosophical approach. I, I was going to say it yeah, sounds very philosophical. It is, yeah. it is um, because I believe that if um, AI is able to reach some form of conscious or sentient
2: AGI, yeah,
0: um, it's unfortunate that we have to recognize them as a kind of life form. You know, mm. humans we are majority made of from carbon, you know, building blocks. Whereas um, AI mostly are powered by semiconductors, Mm. you know, silicon-based sentient beings. Can
2: you believe we're having this conversation? Exactly right. right.
0: It's twenty twenty-three, and we are talking about this. But I believe that that is a very possible near future, and we have to start thinking about these questions on ethics, um, you know, integrity and. And our principles on how we are able to coexist, you know, this trilemma that has been bugging me for the longest time, and this is what I want to champion, you know, with Carbon GPT, not just on providing another tool, but helping us to shift our behaviors and our minds mm. um, to align and really embrace sustainability. Mm. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to be just preaching and you know completing compliances, but I want to help humans. Um, our societies to really embrace sustainability as a whole. Okay. Yeah.
2: If people want to find out more about, you know, your uh, Carbon Works and Carbon GPT, yeah. where would be the best place to send it? So us?
0: they can check out um, our website on carbongpt.ai or otherwise I'm very active on LinkedIn. So I do um, talk a lot about, you know, how the future future trajectory of AI and sustainability is Uh, going to be projected Mm. so and over there I'll also share a lot of my personal opinion and my experiences on how we are able to leverage on cutting technologies
2: like this Dr. Wong, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much, Richard. Appreciate Folks, it. my pleasure, my pleasure. Folks, I've been in the studio with Dr. Matthew Wong, the Managing Director of Carbon Works and the co-founder of Carbon GPT. If you want to find out any more information uh, and you want to listen back to this show, of course, the podcast will be up shortly. We recommend you use a BFM app that is available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Don't go anywhere. Just coming up after the one o'clock, uh, sorry, after the 11 o'clock news, of course. We'll be hearing from Jeevan Sa'daven from Leverage Labs how to build an incredible sales. sales. Sales machine, building rapport and prospect diagnosis. That's all coming up after these messages here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBullet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.
0: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.